Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael. My brother Adam. We're the Sharf Brothers. You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. So welcome. Yeah, you made it. Here we yeah. are. Here, here we are. We made it. We made it. We're Well, thank goodness. I know, right? Well, you know, you made it before I did, but that's okay. But that's par for the course. That is kind of that's par for the course. Yeah, it's true. It I'm, not gonna get, I'm not going to get salty about that because our <laughs> first show, I'm actually really kind of excited about this. Okay, well, that's good. So, so the show. We are Michael, gonna what, are, what are you going to, what, what's your point for the show? You what are you going to do? We're what gonna, are you doing? We are going to, as promised, we are going to bring industry insider information through interviews and discussion and uh, so that uh, we can illuminate. You like that? I use another eye. Illumi- industry insider information. Illuminate industry insider information. Can you that's tell that some, I was a songwriter at one point? That's some obnoxious alliteration. It pretty is. It's awesome, I, though. I, I love that. that. Absolutely. So we're going to do that, uh, and we're going to we're going to do that through interviews and through you and me sitting around and talking like we always do and talking about interviewing uh, exactly. other industry people. Yeah. And so that we're we're going to bring the information that you wouldn't have any access to any other way, and we're going to try to remember to ask the questions that you would want to ask. Right, because I'm going to remember that I'm actually a fan of most of these people, and right, I'm going to ask them what I would want someone else to ask. So when you, know, you, you watch those interviews and and you think, well, why didn't you ask him about that? How come you didn't ask him about that? Right. Well, I'm going to try to ask him about that. Okay. Right. So we're gonna, why didn't you ask Sylvester Stallone? How hard did you have to train, right, to get that six pack? And no what, one ever what, told what did you about take? That. Exactly. What what substances are are you ingesting to get to that? How do I get an ad? I don't like think that. that any of the people that we're interviewing, certainly not the people that we're interviewing in the next couple of days, are going to have those kind of questions that need to be asked of them. You never know, though. Well, I don't think they will. They, they might. And even if they did, you'd never see it because this is radio. So there you have. That's true. That's true. But so this this is going to be a, a long form version uh, of some of the things that we do on our website. Yeah, exactly. So um, instead of them being, you know, um, learning curve cuts where they're short, you know five to 10 minute videos of us talking about specifics in the industry. Exactly. They're going to be extended versions of that. Yes. And we're going to be talking to the insiders, the industry people yes. who we learned all of that. Yeah, from. right. Exactly. Right. Oh, and actually we should mention that. We should say you should go to Facebook and like our page. Yeah. If you're listening to this, go Mentoring to for the Modern Musician. Sharp Brothers, mentoring, Sharp Brothers slash Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Exactly. And, uh, and, our, and our webpage as well. Yes. So we're today... Who are we going to talk to? Today, we're going to be talking to A.J. Toby. A.J. Toby. So, we've known A.J. King um, of independent publishing. Yeah. he's And he's good, too. too. He knows so much about the music industry. Well, and, you know what? Everybody that we're, that we're talking to on this show are are all pretty great people. Yeah. That's I mean, true. That's the, that's the common thread that's going through all of this is, you know, be a good human. Right. And exactly. love music. Be a good human. Love music. Love music. Uh, love what you do. Love what you do. Be awesome. Well, yeah, uh, that's true for everything, isn't it? Well, yes. Be awesome. Be authentic. Uh, don't. Well, we want to do do's. Let's not do don'ts. Yeah, exactly. Let's, let's do do's. Be authentic. Stay the same course that we stay on the on the website. Exactly. Don't be about negativity. Be about yes and not no. Yes and. Yes and. Right? Exactly right. So we're gonna not try no to, but. Yeah, we're gonna. So we're gonna. That's where we're gonna stay. We're gonna stay yes and. Exactly. We're going to be yes, and and our our uh, first guest today will be AJ Toby, bringing you all some great insider information. 
So AJ Toby on the phone. AJ Toby, head of A and R US and East Coast Creative uh, for Bank Robber Music and Rough Trade Publishing. How you doing today, brother? I'm great. How's wow. Can we just revel in that title? For a moment, that's a- was I right about that title? <laughs> it, was, it was kind of a mouthful. I that's, usually just say head of A and R. You know, that's phenomenal. Listening after four or five words, anyway. <laughs> I'm not you know? sure. I'm not sure I would ever stop if that was my. If title. I had all those titles, I would just <laughs> say that as I'm ordering coffee. <laughs> So what, what's your name? My name is uh, Adam, head of A&R, East Coast, uh, USA. Make see what the barista does with the cup, right? Yeah, I love that. They call me Tim. <laughs> so, so AJ is out in Chicago today. So what do you do? Right? Yeah, what, what are you doing out in Chicago? Yes, I am out here for uh, it's Riot Fest this weekend. Oh, nice. Sort of a uh, more of a punk rock centric definitely um, nice festival, which is, plays more to my personal taste. I love uh, that. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a widespread <laughs> of actual uh, genres throughout the weekend, and we've got a handful of bands playing, and nice. um, a lot of people that we work with are centered out here in Chicago, okay. Uh, okay. both on the ad agency front and a bunch of labels that we work with are, are headquartered here. Um, so, so Chicago is uh, it's on my list of places that I go on a regular basis. They are so. There's a lot. So there. Uh, this was so not a question I was going to ask, but. I guess I wasn't familiar with that. That there's a lot of labels for uh, for for the kind of music that is in Riot Fest that are centered in in Chicago. Yeah, well, I mean, there's just there's just a lot of everything here. Chicago it's, is definitely you know the third city um, as far as entertainment goes, at least in my experience. So there's uh, for, for labels that we work directly with. For us, it's uh, there's Drag City and Thrill Jockey, um, and then Polyvinyl is just uh, like an hour and a half away south here. Right. Um, and so they're kind of headquartered here just by proxy because they live in a small, amazing little town and can pretend they live in Chicago. Most nice. Of the That's awesome. Um, and so yeah, and so. And uh, I don't know. I don't think everybody has bands playing Riot Fest, but they usually go. It's definitely in the same world. So yeah, well, see, um, so it's great to touch base with them when I'm out here. And Michael would know that if he was the head of A and R of the U S. and the East Coast Creative Tearing <laughs> up at Bank Robin Music and Rough Trade Publishing. Michael would have already known that. Anyone else really needs to know that aside from me? But any, any, well, here's the thing: we didn't know Chicago was the third city. I no, I didn't either. No, I really I didn't learned know that, that. Uh, this morning. That's, That's fantastic. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah. what? Yeah, there's a lot of action out here for sure. Who have you guys got for bands playing uh, this weekend? Uh, today uh, is uh, Liars and New Water, both on Mute Records, who nice. we represent. Um, and so they're, that's today. And Built to Spill, who we just signed uh, for a worldwide publishing deal, nice. are playing on tomorrow, I think. Um, and then we've got Beach Slang and a bunch of smaller bands also. Yeah. Okay, great. So that's a that's it's actually uh, sort of not one of the questions I was going to ask you again, but I now I need to I need to clarify. So, sure. When you say that um, a, a label that you work with, so a yep. lot of people out there don't understand what that what the relationship is between a publisher and a label. What? How, so. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, generally, there is none. Um, <laughs> in our case, we're we're sort of. Um, we're kind of a, a, a dual-faceted company in the sense that uh, we're a creative agency that labels hire to just pitch songs to try to find licensing opportunities for the right. albums that they release. Um, and then separate from that, we're also a publishing company where we're signing individual writers and artists um, to work with them um, for the, well, the same thing, pitching their albums for opportunities, but also digging in deeper on um, uh, more you know, songwriting and other sort of creative aspects of publishing. So, okay. it's, so we do both. Uh, the company started as just working with labels and pitching albums and pitching songs um, and kind of grew into a publishing company um, shortly thereafter. Okay. 
Nice. And now, and now we operate as both. So we represent Mute Records, but we are not the publisher for, well, I don't think any of the bands on Mute. They all have separate outside and publishers. Okay. And, but we work, so we work in tandem with their publishers to try to find opportunities, whereas we're just focused on the songs themselves, on the recordings. Yeah. Um, and, and their publishers are focused on them as songwriters and artists trying to find them other opportunities. And uh, we have the same relationship on the inverse with many artists as well, where we are the publisher, um, but we are not representing the label. Uh, so we are handling the songwriters, and uh, whoever the label hires to pitch the songs is handling the master side of things. And, uh, and we work with them to try to maximize these bands and make the most happen. And, and th- you describing that is the best reason why having people who are knowledgeable about the music industry represent you is crucial. Yeah, nobody wants to learn about this stuff. It is very boring and, and not sexy at all, um, but can be quite lucrative if done right. So, yeah, right. Uh, teaming up with somebody who's willing to um, kind of bear with all of this uh, and do a good job and, and earn you some money and get you some exposure is uh, very important, yes. Well, and it's just, it's ever-changing. I mean, it, it's it's different from week to week, right? I mean, with, with how technology is changing. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the landscape, I mean, we just did a count uh, this week. There are currently 485 television shows, um, like original scripted TV shows using music um, wow. in, that, are, that are going to have aired in 2017. Wow. Now, so does that include... You know things like Netflix originals yep, and that's everything. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's the whole digital world that's coming to it. It's network, it's cable, it's um, streaming, it's online only. It's uh, it's anybody basically. It's anybody with a music budget, as far as we're concerned. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right. If they, if there's a music supervisor and some money for music, uh, then it's going on our list. And so, and just to give you you know some perspective, last year that number was four twenty five. Wow. Wow. So, so, so it's, it's just it's growing. Already, it's, yeah, I mean, the, the bubble is, um, I don't know if it'll burst or continue to grow. <laughs> I know that the, the money certainly seems to come down every time uh, the volume goes up, but I guess that's just the supply and demand model. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, that's a, you know, that's, fu- that's, a, that's a great question. We were going to ask you about that uh, anyway. Um, you know, this idea about licensing and syncs and, and you know, so I guess you sort of answered part of that question already, and that my question would be, you, you know, as that insider, you're noticing uh, those trends and and the changing of the landscape, not just money-wise, but also who's getting those sort of sinks as opposed to um, five years ago. Yeah, sure. I mean, um, it's just everybody's... The, the competition's through the roof. Everybody wants licensing. It's one of the few ways left you can make money as an artist. Right. Um, so everybody makes themselves available, and generally there's somebody willing to do it cheaper than you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, and so you're kind of competing with that. And then, you know, so it's, it's sheer volume alone where there's just so much more to choose from for music supervisors. They're no longer just hitting up, like, two different labels or two different publishers and asking for, for music. They're, they're, you know, bombarded with music all day, every day, and they have a million different resources where they can find it and people have their favorite ways of doing so. And, uh, you know, you're, you're just kind of up against all that, trying to break through the noise and stay on top of the pile. Um, and, and as the volume has increased, uh, yeah, the budgets have come down significantly. Yeah. So it, it, were the things that used to be just a giant get uh, for, you know, the regional car commercial or something are just the numbers are lower. 
Oh, for sure. I mean, you could, you know, you could recoup an album um, and put some money in your pocket off of, you know, two television syncs, um, and now you're looking at more like ten or fifteen, I think. Wow! Yeah, wow! You could get, you could get a, a big network show. Um, a use in, in, in like a Grey's Anatomy or something 10 years ago would, um, would, you know, that would put a giant chunk of change in your pocket. And nowadays, um, yeah, it's, uh, significantly less. Um, I mean, still very helpful. I, everything sure. counts, of course. Right, right. Um, right. And, 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 it's not, and some amounts more significant than others. Depends on the show, depends on the use. There mm-hmm. is still some good money out there. But on the whole, um, yeah, it's a harder game. Definitely, there's, you just, you gotta, you gotta hustle a lot harder to get to that same point. Which, again, going back to the point of, of why it's so useful, and, and not even just useful, but why it's so important to get somebody uh, on your team dealing with this who knows what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a very, very important piece of the puzzle. And um, I imagine it's very difficult uh, to find that right team that you're comfortable with. I know, you know, I, I come through probably 100 submissions a week, um, and... You know, we're at a capacity where we can maybe take on a couple things a month. Uh, and, and, and I imagine it's the same for everybody out there that uh, has a reputation of knowing what they're doing. So, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's tough out there if you're, if you're young or a new band um, to try to find, to build that team from scratch when you haven't worked with anybody already that's willing to, to take on your new project. So, it really, it's like, like always, it's, you, you have to be something awesome. I mean, be, be awesome. Be the best. Be, be the best. Be. Literally better than everybody else. Is the yeah. The only way you're going to get attention. Yeah. Well, and so it, if I, you know, if I'm talking to a young art, uh, a young band or a young artist uh, who's in the 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 type of uh, genre that you're looking for, and he comes to me and he asks, or she comes to me and they ask me, you know, I really want, I really want to get uh, AJ Toby to sign me to Rough Trade. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> what um, but, you know? What what types of things do I tell them to be prepared for? Well, I mean, it's tough. If we're talking about actually signing an artist for a publishing deal, yeah, um, that's. I mean, that's that's kind of like the top of the pile. That's the last piece of the puzzle. Um, yeah. For me, what I'm really what I'm looking for is I'm looking for a team in place already that's just missing me. Um, I'm looking to plug myself into to a situation um, that I feel is already on the right track and has the right people um, kind of steering the ship. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard when... Because it, it does happen. Sometimes you hear music and, and it blows you away and you fall in love and, and there's nothing you can do about it. You have to, you have to <laughs> do it and you have to right. dive all in. And, and it's just, it's a lot more difficult when you're the only person on board. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're yeah. the only person talking about a band. Um, people aren't generally uh, going to listen as closely as they would if they're hearing about it from all sorts of different places. Um, so for me, you know, I, uh, my. The, the best way to get my attention is to say, hey, here's a record. It's done. It comes out in three months. I've signed to this label. They're releasing it. Here's my booking agent. Here's how the tour is going to look like. We're going out with this band. We're friends with this band. You know, we've got like this happening overseas. And uh, it was just like kind of, you know, the, 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 the press on the first single was great. And uh, we've got this person working PR. And, you know, radio did this on the last record. And like it just kind of having this the snapshot of like everything's going really well because publishing is, is it's the hardest part about it you know it's uh if you're like a label can can sign a band and and put them into their machine and, and put a lot of passion into it and get attention for it um for publishing we don't really have that vehicle we're, we're just kind of uh trying to find opportunities amongst a small community of people 
um, and we're just marketing to them directly. And for us, it's a whole lot easier if uh, we're sending them something where they say, oh, I just heard about this. Right, then right. they're actually going to click. Then they're going to listen. They're going to go, oh, yeah, I've been hearing about this. I haven't listened yet. You work with them? Oh, cool. So I could actually you know, work with you on it. All right, now I'll listen. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, otherwise, we're going, you never heard of this, but I promise you it's the best. And you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get to it, sure. Right, I'll get to it. Right, yeah. right, because there's so many different moving parts there that they have to be awesome and the record needs traction and the fan base needs to be there and uh and 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 well and i like that you yeah. i like that yeah. you talked about their team that they're yeah that their team there's a team in place that's already doing their job and what they're missing yeah. is somebody in your spot to do their job yeah exactly i mean we you know maybe once upon a time there was that mentality of like we'll just get us a car commercial and then we'll launch the radio campaign off that and like right. um okay i mean that sounds great right right <laughs> uh, yeah. we'd love a car commercial we'd all like a car commercial <laughs> right but you know the reality is is we're probably not going to get that car commercial until that radio campaign is running and people have already heard this song and they right. can identify it as it's going to bring a cool factor to this brand um, right because people love this song and it fits the commercial so they're going to pay more attention to the commercial when they hear the song because they already know it right and yeah. that that's more likely what it's going to be unless if it's just something again that's so great i mean there are there's, there's there's a risk worth taking on something that you truly believe in and love because it can go all the way to the top based on that alone you can get right. something that is perfect and, and, and somehow convince someone to actually you know, get them on a good day and they click and they listen and they go, whoa, this is great. And then they actually do something with it. Right, uh, it, right. It, it happens. It just doesn't happen as often. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, so we, right. we, we do. We, we follow our heart on it when we really feel like we have no choice because we're so passionate about what we're listening to. Um, but it's a whole lot easier to get that conversation started when we're already dealing with uh, a team of people that we're comfortable with and already work with. And, mm-hmm. and, and we know how it's going to go. And we know we're going to be able to do our thing. And it's going to fit in with their thing. And, right. you know, it's, it's a whole the whole process. So. so how important is uh, the way your friends in the industry and, and other people you've worked with, how important is how they feel about these artists or working with the artists or who they're working with? How important is that to you to have a team that uh, you can get along with and work with and that you know is, res- well, I don't even know what the right words are, responsible? Or, or- it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's the most important, honestly. Um, you you know, if, if somebody already has a team in place, you definitely look at that first and you just sort of identify, you know, are these people that I've had positive experiences with in the past? Are they people that I don't know, but they seem to be working on cool stuff? Can I get on the phone with them and, and sort of feel them out and see, you know, if they're even into what we do and if they're accepting of uh, what our plan would be, would they be willing to work with us? You know, it's because it goes both ways, of course. Um, right. We're we're a small we're an independent publisher we're we're still we're a boutique company I and mean, we work with some pretty big bands but um, you know we're we're still like we're a small company and some people prefer to work with a big company and you know we we prefer to be the small company and we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we're kind of lining ourselves up with people that appreciate us for what we do right so, yeah no it's uh, it's it's incredibly important. And so it's that thing that people tell you all the time that it's it's relationships. This isn't it, who you are and what you act like and how you present yourself and it matters. It's, it's yeah. No one wants to work with a jerk. No way. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like oh, that dude yelled at me one time. Why would I sign his new band? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, and that sort of goes against all the you know the old you know 
you know, you see all these old, you know, clips of the, you know, the manager being a jerk and, you know, getting things done for his band and and right. and that's just not the reality there of the of the industry. Very few of them left. Yeah. Um and and for those that that do remain, mm-hmm. they're all, you know, they're lucky enough to do so because they're still working with those bands that are that are huge. Right. Um but you're not going to uh, it would be very difficult to find a manager like that working with smaller bands trying to find new opportunities for them because I right. just don't think that there's too many people that would entertain them at that point. Well, and and which is actually kind of great. I actually really like. like that. Why would you put up with it? Yeah, right. I mean, you know, with a bubble burst in the music industry. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, more than five years ago now, and uh, all the jerks went into tech. So, but for the most <laughs> part, anyone anyone that was here for the money went and they followed the money. They went and right. started building apps. You know, like, right, yeah, right. Yeah. They they just sort of they went a different path because uh, they're. No one's in it for the money anymore. Right. You know, like, like I said, unless if you're managing one of the, the few arena stadium bands out there, right? Um, that that do make that kind of money. Uh, you know, if if that's why you're in it in the first place and you're not doing that now, then you probably jump ship and you've gone somewhere else. So we were kind of left with all the cool people at the end of it. It was something we started to notice uh, South by Southwest a few years ago. <laughs> we're like, that's... this is getting a lot more fun and a lot more chill, and there's like less people to cross the street when you see them walking towards you. <laughs> right, wow. right. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, because it's more about people who are in it for the love of the music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, we're all here for the same reason now. None of us are getting rich, so. And so more than ever, it it's important who you are, what you how you carry yourself, what your relationships are like. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, that's great. Yeah, that's actually really I, fantastic. It's actually, I, I like yeah. the, sort of a real positive take on the, <laughs> the the bottom falling out of the industry. It's like, yeah, no, but I, it's all nice people I mean, now. It, so. it, it is a, it's a very solid silver lining. Um, I mean, I, the music industry is, is, is a lot more fun now um, than it was 10, 15 years ago. This is, uh, this is definitely a different kind of golden age. Um, there's a lot of frustrations, of course, mostly just mm-hmm. dealing with money. Right, right. Um, but, uh, you know, everything else is, uh, I mean, there's, there's definitely a lot of good stuff happening and, and there's a lot a lot of great people involved and there's a lot of good music out there a lot of good music a out lot there. of good music out there a lot of good music and a lot of really good a lot of really good artists yeah absolutely so it, it the, we asked you what what people could do to get your attention uh in a positive way what are some some things they could not make sure that they do to make sure you stop answering their emails or you know stop <laughs> make sure you don't go to your show or uh, I, I don't know that I run into that ever, really. Okay. But, you know, if, if I'm not responding to emails, I'm usually feeling bad about it. Like, okay. Like I, <laughs> just well. like, I've got so many emails to respond to and other work that I need to be doing. Um, and, and for whatever reason, I just haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> okay. Well, and you, you, uh, yeah, okay. I, I got you. I got, but well, it's just, so think of it in terms of, somebody flip it around and make it a positive thing again then. So it, when you're getting correspondence, you know, emails or, 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 you know, messages on Facebook or whatever from people that you are keeping an eye on, yep. what are some things that are helpful for you? Like, what do you like when they're due? So like short emails or get to the point or not too often or. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you mean if it's coming from like a manager or somebody that I already know, or do you mean like a cold call from an artist directly? Well, let's, let's go cold call from an artist directly and then, yeah. yeah, And then the other one. Okay, sure. Um, so I would say, let's see, um, like from an artist directly, 
Uh, I, I mean, I'm going to listen to it. You know, like if, if it, don't make it so long. Like, give me some talking points for sure. Obviously, tell me why I, I should care. Give me something you've done on your own, not like, hey, I made this record in my bedroom last week. Right. Um, what do you think? You know, like I'm not, I'm not here. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not critiquing demos. You know? Right. Right. I'm, right. Not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not trying to a and R someone's self-released EP that'll come out in two years. Like, right. um, I'm more so, you know, interested in like, well, we made this record and we did all this touring and we did this and you know, like we've gotten these things on our own and um yeah, but the, the the less words you can use to say the more <laughs> the yeah. um i like so that I, I like i like a lot of information and i like it to be very compact and i can see it all at a glance and then give me a streaming link um that i can click from anywhere uh and just crank it up for a minute and um you know maybe only give me a few songs tell me if i want to hear more they're available but maybe just give me the hits yeah um and, uh, so when you say a few, I, go I'm going to be. I, when you say few, I'm going to. I'm going to be really specific. What? Sure. Like, if you look at if you look at somebody sends you a link and there's three songs. Yeah. Is that good? good? Is it better yeah. if it's two? Three to five. Three to five. No, I'd like. Okay. I'd, I'd like to. I'd like the band to think that they have three good songs at least. <laughs> <You know? laughs> gotcha. Um, gotcha. I mean, maybe I won't get to the third song, but I would like right. at least the confidence on their end where they're like, "No, these three jams are solid." Oh, I like <laughs> that. Right. Get into it. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. That's a that's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> so be be awesome. Be brief. Have things going on. Well, have I like I yeah I do want to just just dig dig into that for a second too that piece of it that I think that um, that doesn't get talked about enough that in order to interest somebody like you or a manager or a label or anybody for that matter mm-hmm. they want to know that you're already doing it on your own. Oh, like, of course. Right, that you're not just sort of waiting for. The break. I mean, the general rule is no one's going to offer to help you do anything you haven't already proven you can do without them. Basically, love that. <laughs> and I, I and I and I know that I'm in a different space than that because no one like it's not like a band can have a database of music supervisors, <laughs> right, uh, right, right. You know, and, and like maintain relationships with them and and, mm-hmm. and really like you know get that part of their career going on their own. Like that's that's a bit unreasonable to to suggest but for like a booking agent or a manager or something um you know you if you the easiest way to get a booking agent is to be able to tour the u.s and make money without them uh, <laughs> right. and, and then they'll go oh yeah you see you're doing my job for me already all right cool i'll start i'll take that over i guess Just right mission, great right i'll take your 15 percent uh, sure yeah yeah so it's uh no, I, mean, I like that's that. the easiest way to do it. Again, of course, there's great booking agents out there that take a chance and they fall in love with something and they really develop it and they, mm-hmm. you know, commit to putting them on tours that they're already booking with other bands, even though they know they won't draw. Mm-hmm. But just because they're like, you know, putting them in situations where they're going to be in front of people in a room and they know that it's going to, you know, turn into people that come back out the next time around. So it's a little bit different from segment to segment. But yes, it's very important in all aspects um, that, you know, I. Actually, okay, I, I will go back and I will I will answer what's a thing not to do. Yeah. Um, don't cold call me and tell me what you want me to do for you in your career. Yeah. Nice. Say, here's this record and here's what I'm looking for. I need 
Um, I need to score a film. Um, I, I'd like this song to be featured in a movie trailer. Um, <laughs> and, and I can really hear my songs used in these 15 TV shows that I love. Um, <laughs> right. Are, are you the guy that's going to do that for me? Right. Like, no, I'm certainly not. No, I'm definitely not. Good luck with that. <laughs> not not going to happen. <laughs> well, and again, I, I, I like... That, those are very rare, but every once in a while you get that. Yeah. Like, wow, who is this? Someone's been, someone's been taking uh, positivity courses and going, yeah. I'm going to tell you what to do. <laughs> yeah. And it will right. happen. Yeah, exactly. Well, and I love, the, on the heels of you describing... Uh, the sort of uh, nichiness of your part of the industry, um, probably chances are that's not going to happen to you that much because what you are able to do in publishing and in syncs is usually going to be reserved for people who've already been established, have a team, are doing, where, where your value add is you can do things on the team that they, they can't, right? Right. Yeah, sure. In, in many cases, that's, that's the way it goes. So, but if someone by accident got your numbers, like, call AJ, he's amazing. <laughs> so, I just finished this record at my mom's house, and uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's awesome. Right. Right. Tell me what you think. Yeah. I'm the next big thing. <laughs> this is what I want from you. Maybe, maybe road test it. Maybe, right. maybe get someone else's opinion aside from you or your mom. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. See what the rest of the world thinks, you know? Exactly. So, uh, cause it, I'm, ha- I'm happy to listen to everything, but I certainly prefer to listen to things that are great. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you've got a limited amount. It's hard to be self-aware, I'm sure, but well, but that's that's in the new music industry. It's important. It's crucial. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you're you're busy. You don't have time for that. Anybody have time for that? You know, it's interesting. I want to I want to piggyback on on the fact that Adam just said the new music industry because when we were talking about licensing and syncs, and you know, one of the things that we that that we find with a lot of artists that that we work with is that. You know, everybody has let them know that the place to make money now is in licensing and syncs. And <laughs> so, you know, the question that we get all the time is, so I, I really think that's what I want to do. You know, so how do I do that? And, <laughs> and um, be awesome, have an amazing career, <laughs> right? And so it, it, is that, and I think I already know the answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Is that really something that you can do very successfully as an independent artist without representation. Without representation for publishing a licensing? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe. Um, I guess I only work with bands <laughs> that are represented. <laughs> right, by, right. Uh, 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 I, I, you know, I, I, I'm sure it happens. I imagine it's very difficult to get to that point. I feel like you just either have to get very lucky or just be like, good at finding people and making friends, you know, going, living in LA and going to uh, events that are heavy, heavily occupied by supervisors and introducing yourself and, and meeting them and hanging out with them and getting them to listen to your music and getting them to call you when they need something, knowing how to make it easy for them to, to license it. You know, that's the other thing too, is like, this is a heavy degree of paperwork and contracts for every little thing that happens. If there's a license for a TV show, there's, you know, for us and our entire office. Um, touches it at some point, um, you know, and it, it's not even just the relationship of getting someone to listen and getting them to want to use your music, but you also need to be able to handle the business aspect of, of licensing it to them. Um, and if that's a pain for them because you don't know what you're doing, because many don't, because why would you? Um, it, it, that's only going to make them not call you back the next time because they'd rather it be easy to deal with. There's already templates and there's people that know how to do the paperwork in place and it just kind of happens. So <laughs> right. I, I, I imagine like you really have to be 
Uh, have interned at a publishing company. I was like just going to say, something I'm, where, you know, where you know actually that whole process and you can make it easy or you're just a fast learner or you're just really smart and you just kind of pick it up I, um, the first time someone sends you a request and you just figure out how to run it through on your own and make it easy for them, then sure, yeah. Um, so, but I also imagine if you're doing well on your own, then you're going to get picked up by somebody quickly. <laughs> that's always good because there's no way you're going to have as many contacts as they do. So, but right. again, that just follows the model of um, if you don't need them, then, then that's when they want you. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. Right. Well, what's great about your answer is I actually really feel like I know the music industry really well, and that just confused me. So, that's right. That's <laughs> Mike, Michael and I have been at this for a long time, and we pay attention. We like, we're always finding out new stuff. And when when you talk about the nitty gritty of that stuff, I have to like hold on to the table with my fingernails and really pay attention and turn my brain up to a hundred so I can really pay right. attention. Because it's I a, mean, I, it's a unique I, area, I'm man. It's, it's not entirely clear on what everybody on the other side of the office is doing. You know, <laughs> we're listening on music on the creative side, and we're lining up these opportunities, and then request comes in, and then we loop in someone to negotiate it to get the terms and the money to a point where they think they're usually based off of things they've done in the past with the same person or same production or something similar. Um, that also getting it to a point where we know the band's going to be comfortable, and then it goes back to the band. Are they okay with these terms and this money? And then they say yes, and then we give them permission, and we get them all the assets they need to actually do it. And then we have to invoice that, and then we have to collect the money, and then we have to pay it out, and we have to make sure that as Captain BMI or whoever the PRO is for the artist, uh, that all of that paperwork is run through on the back end, so you get paid um, on the royalties. In addition to getting that upfront fee, I mean, it's it's seriously it's a it's a twelve person process every time. You know, fifteen seconds of a song is playing in a bar while people are talking. <laughs> you know, so at ten p.m. on a Tuesday night. So is that all? That's 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 all you got to do. That's a piece of cake right there. That's it. I'll yeah. get going on that right now. <laughs> that's, and again, we're still we, we, there's this there's this discussion, particularly in the DIY world, where they talk a lot about you know you don't need a team and. You know, nobody needs a team anymore. And I'm always like, I always want to raise my hand like I'm in the back of the class and go, um, excuse me, are you sure about that? Because, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, because if mean, you don't, you don't have a team, team... if nothing's happening. Sure. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, you don't need a team if nothing's yeah. happening. That's, that's If you're putting your own record out and you're playing 25 dates um, in small rooms... Um, and you're just kind of feeding the blogs that already love you. And yeah, I mean, I think you can totally do it in a DIY way that you're happy. Um, and, you, and you don't need the team, uh, you know, and even licensing, you know, obviously there's like, there are supervisors that aren't going to be as, as hard on you for all the paperwork going in the right direction and, and whatnot. And they're going to just be happy to work with you directly, probably because you're going to charge them a whole lot less than somebody like us would right. um, for the, for the same thing. Uh, and so, yeah, I do think you can kind of carve a lane out um, on the DIY tips. But if you're trying to do it in, a, in, in, in kind of a, you know, to hit everybody all the time and to be a part of all of it, um, then, yeah, there's, there's a, it's a bit more involved. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Well, that's, that's great. I, I, I love uh, being able to get that, that sort of insider uh, sort of yeah, know, perspective. On, sure. yeah, on, uh, it's great because it is, again, it, it is a question that, that we get all the time, you know, is, you know, well, you know, can I do this on my own? And, and can't you just get me, can't you just, you know, we've recorded this great album with you. Can't, can't you just get us syncs? 
And it's like, <laughs> just well, let's get a car commercial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. I would say, I'd say in my, um, <laughs> the number one thing that comes up in every A&R conversation with anyone that I'm interested in working with um, is uh, curbing expectations up front. Yeah. Um, if, yeah. If someone's coming in, you know, even if they're like, I've already gotten five car commercials on my own, um, I've been in, you know, 15 episodes of the show that got canceled two years ago um, and you know all these things that guarantee nothing moving forward but right. but create some expectation on behalf of the artist yeah. And, yeah. and I get it of course it does you know you get used to something you want to keep going um, but for us it's terrifying because now you know nothing there's no guarantees um, right. I, we can't guarantee anything I don't have anybody I can call and put a gun to their head and make them do something <laughs> uh, all we can do is put the music in front of them and try our hardest to get them to listen to it is right that's as far as it goes on our end you know right we'll, we'll, we'll look at something like oh this has been pitched 540 times um and not one person's picked it up so i don't know where the weak link is here but <laughs> right, right. Um, i don't think there's anything else that we can be doing on our end i think they're actually now sick of us sending these songs out and it's pretty obvious they're not going to use it so yeah um, yeah it's uh it, it's definitely it's the expectations kind of need to be centered ahead of time so that people don't, you know, cause I, I don't want to be the guy that comes in and, and, and ruins it. Like you're making so much money before us. Like, you know, like sometimes I'm just like, well, if you're doing so good, what do you need us for? Right, right, right. right. <laughs> I guess, like go get yourself five more, I guess. Right, right, right. I'll be in two years when you didn't get five. Uh, you didn't get anything on your own. We can start fresh together. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah so Kirby, being yeah, expectations yeah. is is a big yeah. part of your job. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, well, it's, it's a big part of the upfront, and you know, it's, it's, it, as much as you have that conversation, if nothing happens in the first six months of an album release, it's not like the manager's not going to call you anyway and ask what's happening and what they can do and what we could be doing differently. Uh, and unfortunately, there isn't always a good answer for that. But uh, well, right. You know they they are doing their job, and I certainly I can respect that. But uh, I wish I had better responses. Well, to say. <laughs> this no, is why this didn't happen. Well, we've we've talked to you in the past about uh, you know what some of your your sort of I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but but your sort of frustration with uh, frustration maybe the wrong word uh, you know trying to deal with with an artist who is feeling like you're not doing what you're supposed to do for or them. Like unrealistic expectations yeah. of of what your job is, right? Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's tough. You know, I mean, we wouldn't take anything on that we didn't believe in, that we didn't think it had a chance, that we weren't willing to try for. Right. Um, we put everything we have into every artist on our roster, and uh, sometimes it works out, and sometimes it doesn't. That's yeah. really just the nature of it. And it's, it's. Uh, I mean, it's frustrating in not in the sense that I'm frustrated with them for being frustrated. It's just right. frustrating for everybody. Right. Sure. Like why? I go, yeah, we we are, we also saw the dollar signs when we heard this record. We right, it right. Was huge. We love this record. These songs are amazing. Right. I don't know why no one cares. I wish everybody cared the way that everyone in this room cares, but nobody else seems to be paying any attention to it. And, and, I, and there's really nothing we can do to change that at this point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, that's frustrating. Of course it is. And that's a. You know, I don't. I don't like losing. I like winning. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. I want to always come out on top. I like everyone to roll in and high five, not say what's happening. <laughs> that's awesome. That's I, awesome. I, I, so I love that you that you just said that about you love. Um, you don't like losing either. You like to win. 
Right. Um, yeah. Because it really makes me want to talk about the, the where I thought this interview was going to start, um, which is your how'd journey. You, how did you get here? Yeah. I, like, what, what's your journey getting like, here? So, like Adam and I know that you you know you started you know by playing football in Exeter and being in in, in <laughs> punk bands and you know what I mean. Like, like, you know, but but I I would love to I'd love to hear you talk a little bit about how you got from where you were to where you are and how much of that how much of your success has to do with sticking with a vision that you had for yourself? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I, I blame most of it on, on luck um, <laughs> and, and the rest of it uh, a willingness to, um, you know, exist in this weird little world that, that is now the independent music industry. Uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people... They do get out of it because it's frustrating because it's there's not a lot of opportunity there's not a lot uh, for you know not not to, it's I mean the money is low for artists it's also low for people who work in it it's uh, it's it's difficult ever everyone is struggling everyone's up against it and trying to find new revenue streams and ways to get things working um, and it, uh, it it definitely it makes it difficult so yeah I mean it was really just I discovered um, very early on that all I had. The only thing I can do is music. That's it. Uh, there is really nothing else that I, I am interested in um, that I would be any good at, that I'd be able to put any sort of heart into, uh, and just kind of fell into some really great situations with some really amazing people who have great taste in music and work with bands that have you know always been and quickly become my favorites. Um, and uh, yeah, I've just been lucky to kind of uh, just meet people through people and started working in Portsmouth uh, with, uh, with with Joe Lenardi, who still lives there, um, who, was, who was my first boss in the music industry. She had this little company called Flea Marketing. Um, and we did record store marketing for a small roster of independent labels. Um, and it was just, that was it. That was the snowball. It just started. Uh, that was where I started going to South by Southwest every year and making trips to New York on a regular basis and traveling to, to wherever things were happening and meeting more people and widening the network and learning who you work well with and who you don't and sticking to the people you do and meeting more bands and more artists and working with bands on a teeny tiny as they blow up and you, know, you kind of jump on that ride with them and uh, from there, it kind of decided to make the move to New York. I was spending a lot of time there while living in Portsmouth, mm-hmm. um, and it was just getting to be a bit much. <laughs> yeah. With all the back and forth, and I kind of always had it in the back of my mind anyway, and I just kind of saw a moment and took it and, and made the leap. And uh, quickly thereafter, um, I knew a lot of the guys that worked at Bank Harbor already. Uh, I've actually, two of them own a little label that would hire Flea Marketing to work their records. <laughs> uh, and we also, like on top of that, we had a bunch of other clients in common, other labels that we worked together on, like Barstook and Team Love. Um, right. And so we we kind of, we, we were already like hanging out at the same shows and knew all the same people and we're kind of friends. And, um, and I kind of bumped into one of them, uh, I think the first week that I moved there. Um, wow. And was like, yo, I live here now. And he's like, oh, dude, cool. <laughs> um, you know, let's hang. And uh, it, it, that was um, yeah, a few months before South by Southwest. And then got down there and ended up with all of them at the, some event we were both you know, affiliated with. <laughs> and uh, I think by the end of that night, it was, why don't you just come do this with us now? Man, you're here. Yeah. Do it. 
Yeah. So it was uh, it was all very um, really formal and just based off of already knowing each other and knowing each other's tastes and abilities and knowing we got along and have the you know we're into all the same stuff and knew that it would be you know seamless transition. It was uh, it was a different world to jump into, but yeah, I mean I had managed bands with publishers in the past and I was certainly familiar. I didn't know every intricacy of it, but I uh, was happy to learn on the go. So it started as just like guy in office helping do everything. <laughs> I, I, I already knew a lot of the people that we worked with, so I could be the go-between for a lot of stuff and, and just kind of got my hands dirty in that whole world over there. Um, and at that point, our office was, I think, six people. And now our office is 12 people um, in New wow. York. And we also have offices in Nashville and L.A. and London. Um and so it's all yeah. grown exponentially since then, and uh, and I kind of went from guy doing everything to guy doing what I do now. So. <laughs> Well, again, I love just I can hear just the constant thread throughout that story is relationships being really awesome at what you're doing, putting your head down, doing the work, and and that it's it's a long term thing. It's not like going to happen by Monday morning. Yeah, it's right. A, I mean, I'm I think 13, 14 years into this right now. Yeah. Right. So, just starting to find my groove, really. So, I'm sure that'll always be the feeling. But. <laughs> well, hopefully. Well, let's hope so, because that's that's yeah. that's exciting, right? No, I, I prefer to stay on my toes, definitely. You get too comfortable, you get lazy. Right. Yeah. Who knows right. what will happen? So, someone so, else will, will do it better. I, I, I just want to take exception with you saying that it was luck. Um, <laughs> and, and only because... because you know, Adam and I do know you pretty well, and 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 I know that you're an incredibly hard worker. Yeah, I mean, you showed us your schedule from South by last year. Yeah, and it it, <laughs> it made me hyperventilate and made me tired for a week just yeah, looking really, at the really schedule did. you had. So I mean, having to see 47 bands at least once each in four days can. Yeah, I could put a schedule together. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. So so, and again, I know you love it too. That's 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 why you're able to do it and 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 do it well. But that I get bored really easy, and then the ADD kicks in. (laughs) I I need need to be stimulated at all times. (laughs) Well, well, just having spent some time with you in New York, going to watch bands. Wow, I I just I know what your energy level is like, and and (laughs) how you're able to shift gears and. And how much it feels like, at least being around you, it feel how much you enjoy doing that. Yeah, part of the job. But yeah. what what would if I were to just ask you, pretend that I don't know you and I don't know anything about that, just know what you do, and I were to say, so what's your favorite part of your job? Hanging out with bands. Wow, that didn't take long. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's it. No, I mean that's. I, I grew up playing in bands. I've always been around it. That's always. That was why this is a thing in the first place. Um, and that's that's the best part of my job is I get to deal with bands all day long. I get to help them through whatever it is during the day. I would just be, you know, even if they're just like wondering about a royalty that didn't come through, and I'm just looping in accounting or somebody in the royalty department to explain it to them or whatever. You know, it's like just being able to help and deal with all these bands who make music that I love more than anything else in the world is uh, is the best. You know, getting to go see them perform, getting to hang out with them before and after the show, get a meal with them, to be able to, to sit around a table um, 
with with a band that I've signed recently, who put out a record recently, to be at the table with their manager who flew in from San Francisco and their booking agent who flew in from Chicago and their label who's also based in New York and the <laughs> band themselves and to be able to cheers over the fact that they're about to go play a sold-out Bowery Ballroom headline um, when we were just watching them in a basement with 25 other people <laughs> less than two years ago. is um, That's something I got to do last Thursday. And it oh, was, uh, who was that? You know, uh, this man, Diet Fig. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. New, New York duo, uh, yeah. female-fronted pop punk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they um, sold out the ballroom. Really sold out Bowery Ballroom in advance. Wow. Wow. Yep. Wow. And and their show got bumped and they had to play at midnight because the National were releasing a record that day and decided oh. two weeks beforehand that they just wanted to do a secret surprise show at Bowery Ballroom the night that the record comes out. So, <laughs> oh, and of course, man. even though they, they were going to sell, at that point, their show hadn't sold out yet, but it was obvious that it was going to. Right. Um, you know, Bowery Ballroom's not going to say no to the National. They're not going to say right. no to the National. Right. You can't say no to the National. No, definitely not. So, yeah. In, the, in you know, for in, in concession for having to, to put up with that, we all asked for plus threes to the National Show and then uh, skipped the show and went to dinner with each other instead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's and, awesome. And we're, and we're all fans. So it's right. not even of like, course. you know, we're not really holding it against them. It's, it's not about that. that. We're like, you know what? Tonight's our night. It's not their night. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but that's the best part of this, are opportunities like that. And for everyone to just look at each other and go, wow, man, we did it. Yeah. That's... You know? And they're, they're composing music for an Amazon Kids show right now. And like, it's just, it's, wow. it's, it's like, it's firing on all cylinders. Everything is working the way that it's supposed to in every little part of, of their career. Wow. That's just fantastic. And that's just fantastic. They're just a great example of that, too. What do they start with? They started with being amazing. Be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Go be unique. Exactly. Be awesome. Do your thing. Be yeah. the amazing band. Be, be great live. Be, you know, yeah. be the nicest band out there. Cater to your fans. Play awesome songs. Right, <laughs> just right. Be, just be, be uh, you know, just, just be stars with the best songs in the world. That's all. Right. Is that <laughs> no <all> problem? You <laughs> what do you need? You just got to be stars with the best songs in the world. If you right. Can do that. So, <laughs> exactly. So, that's what we need to tell the people who are asking us. That's right. How do I yeah. attract someone yeah. like AJ Toby? Be... <laughs> Be, be stars, be stars than everybody else. With, with the best songs. Be in the better world. than everybody else. Be nicer than everybody else. Yeah. Work harder than everybody else. Work harder. If you're gonna be mean, make it endearing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> like make it like Oasis level. <laughs> <laughs> Where like everyone's excited for you to be a dick. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. perfect. I like that. So we'll, we'll change. Perfect. We always say like you know uh, we have the, a video on our set. Level to get to, but well, no, the, the, we we always tell people you know start with you know don't be a dick or but, a lady dick, yeah, or a lady dick, right? But you can change that to unless you're you can be like Oasis. Right. Well, and make it endearing. If you can make Gallagher it endearing, level. yeah, palatable. Yeah. If you can make it palatable. Then yeah, yeah. I was out here for uh, for all the Palooza about a month or so ago, um, and and Liam Gallagher played, and I actually never saw Oasis, and they're one of my favorite bands yeah. musically. Anyway, yeah, you know, I've, I've certainly enjoyed the drama uh, over the years. <laughs> it was great, uh, and the documentary was incredible, and really brought all that out. But yes. uh, yeah. and having just seen that, and kind of getting back on that mindset, and then seeing him play. Uh, was great, and he played a couple of Oasis songs um, to, to open, and it was it was awesome. Um, and then he walked off stage five fifteen minutes into it, 
and uh, wow. never turned back. <laughs> and, uh, and and I was almost more excited to get to witness the Gallagher Gear meltdown. <laughs> 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 And so, it was sort of like everybody was like, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Well, because he lived up to his piece. I mean, that's, that's right. Now it's yep. a piece of history. Yeah. That's his lane. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Yeah, it's perfect. It was way more noteworthy than, yeah, you got up and played those songs you love. It was cool. It's cool. You know? Right. Like, oh, yeah, I was there when he walked off. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's just fantastic. That's awesome. Love that. <laughs> love that. So yeah, so I I, I don't want we don't want to take up too much more of your time because we know that you we know what your schedule always looks like yeah. and you're you're probably going to have to eat at some point yeah. right and get to a show and there's going right. to be emails to answer yeah. you're in, you're in Chicago all, did you get to see it did you get to see a Cubs game I did I saw, I saw the Cubs Mets last night actually fantastic oh, how yeah, is Wrigley Feel uh, uh, Wrigley's incredible I mean it's no Fenway but you know yeah <laughs> 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 who, who won did the Cubs win. Uh, yeah, it was a total blowout. Total blowout. Know, it, was like a, it, was, it was like a 20-point game. It was oh, my God. Oh, that's great. So, it was awesome. Multiple home runs. Foot, so, football anyway. score, I love it. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think, I don't even, final score was 15-5 to five or something. Oh, oh that's yes. great. That's great. Yeah, so, they won, great. By, they, they won by a touchdown and a field goal. Love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I know. And at this point, I'm like, I was trying to rationalize. Like, I don't know. I've always liked the Cubs. Cause I, always, I like Wrigley. I like Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I live in New York, I feel like i got to, like, Give the Mets something, right. so I'm like, right, right. Yeah, but I'm still like a, just a just a Red Sox fan, really. And I was just going to say, you really don't because you're a Sox fan, so <laughs> never give the Mets anything. But you're a Sox fan. It's like now I've got you know my top three teams in contention in my brain, and yeah, it was fine. I wasn't really there for the game anyway. I was there oh. out. So. Oh, yeah, exactly. it's 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 Wrigley. That's what you're Wrigley there for. And, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I was there with some friends. And, uh, yeah, with a you know, with, like, there's a lot of ad agencies here as well. Um, and that's, uh, that's a great excuse to go to a baseball game, grab a client, <laughs> and head down the street. Perfect. Right, right. Perfect. That's a great way to network. Love that's it. That's awesome. Yep. It's Love a good it. way to say thanks for, uh, for a giant, giant commercial that's about to start airing next week. There oh, beautiful. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. That's great. That's And that's, again, just so that people get that, that that's, again, it... I, this is one of the things I love about talking with you whenever we talk, is that it always begins and ends with you with relationships. Yeah. Yeah, and, of course. And how well you do that and your success watching from the outside, it, it is so clear that it is a combination of how hard you work, how much you love music. How talented you are. How talented you are and how what a great human being you are. Yeah. Well, well, I appreciate that. I'm not sure everybody would agree, but I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I think anybody I think anybody who really knows you would agree. Yeah, absolutely. No question about it in my mind. Oh, and just, to, just so that you can do a shameless plug, the name of the band that you're actually playing in now? Oh, yeah, we don't have to go there. That's not what this is about. <laughs> yeah, well, but if people want to do some research. That live in Park Slope that, that still like playing loud music in a small room together once a week. All right. that's, that's really what it is. Okay, which I love. If people uh, want to show up, they I, can see. I, I, do, I do love playing music still, and, and, and I love the guys in my band. And it's, uh, it's, it's really great to have that outlet, and it uh, yeah, kind of helps with the perspective of everything overall, too. So. Well, and I, I didn't want to leave that out because uh, it's one of the, it's, <laughs> it really is one of the things about you that I think that, that it shows through in everything that you do in your job. Right. Is that you love music. You love it so much that you're still in a band. 
Yeah. I just think that's yeah. that's phenomenal. That's Love awesome, it. Awesome, man. AJ Toby. AJ Toby. AJ, my favorite humans on the planet. So. I mean, absolutely. AJ, for, we're going to have to do this again sometime. Yes, right? please. Yeah, anytime. Please. Let me know. All right. Have Thanks a, for taking time with us today. Have man. a blast so out in Chicago. Thank you. I'll talk to you guys soon. You All right, you. brother. We'll talk to you. Take care, man. All right. Late. That was great. Oh, man. That was so fun. That's, I, man, yeah. I, I love... I mean, I, that's why we're in this industry. I know. I, I love getting in deep that way with, yeah. with, with what's going on in the industry. Yeah, well, and, and AJ's so, such an easy guy to talk to and has so much yeah. in the weeds knowledge yeah. that you just wouldn't have. I, I think my my favorite moment was <laughs> when, I don't remember which one of us asked him, but what his favorite part of a, his job was. And without even missing a beat like like that, right? he was like, the bands. Band, kind of Sp- bands, hanging with bands, bands. And, and then going into... Right, the story you know, that just the happened. story that just happened, you know, and the description of, you know, the whole team and all of it, the team and all being this. at dinner and toasting yeah, yeah. and the, you know, the new, you know, and 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 the fact that that their sold out show got bumped by the national. <laughs> I know that's perfect. <laughs> it's just great that's because a, it's that's a great way to show you what the industry is like. Even <sighs> when you're even when you're at the top of your game, when when things are going great that way. Right. When you think this is it, you know, we made it, we're on top of, you know, we're playing a sold out show at the, at the Bowery Ballroom, New York to celebrate our new release. And what? Wait, what? The Nationalists in town? And they're going to, and we got to move our show. It's not the Stones that bumped them or the, you know, or Katy Perry or Bruno Mars. But, but here's the thing. It's the National. If the National want to play. Yeah, exactly. You know. Well, I also, I really love that, that, uh, where, where he was talking about, um, how important in the new music industry it is that your relationships are good, and that and that, that, that like most of the people yeah, that old bagged. school that old school manager with a with the cigar that was you know, a jerk was a jerk to everybody that they're not in the industry anymore. No, they left. They went to tech. Exactly <laughs> where the money is, right? That, exactly. Yeah, they're developing an app. But what's cool about that is that really does then mean you know that that the, the people who are in the industry are the ones who that, love the music that really dig it. Yeah. And it's, I, I love the perspective, the long game perspective too. Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, I think that's just so important to, yeah. to, to remember. Oh, absolutely. Well, and, and AJ is a, is a perfect example of what you and I talk about all the time that, you know, you have this vision. Right. And then you, you keep the vision out there, but you do the work. Yeah. You know, that you, you know, that you're, and then you, you know, and again, you do the work, but it's, you know, because you're doing what you love. Right. It's right. that's the joy, yeah. Too that's the you know, you know one piece one person you meet you have this conversation and exactly. then you you keep up with that and you do this next thing and it and it it leads you to to you know to your move here right. and you go out to lunch with them and oh hey we're actually hiring and right. once you come in and work in the office right, and then right. you go and you show them how valuable you are yeah. and and on you know down until you have a title that you know takes twenty seconds to introduce I know I, I, I who you are I'm gonna try to memorize that title you know, it's just so I you know again just phenomenal information yeah there yeah absolutely and 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 it it sort of backs up the 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 thing that we talk about all the time which is you know be awesome uh don't uh, well be authentic be authentic you know be who you are there's the you know aj is one of the most authentic people that i've ever met in the industry well and i was i was going for the for the bands that or artists that he's Mm -hmm. working with like what's important is be awesome 
right. be amazing, have a bunch of stuff going on, um, right. and then go do your work, go do your art. And, uh, exactly. And, and that's what it's about. Exactly. So. And, uh, and can you be an independent artist and, and get some big buck sinks? Maybe. Uh, if you do, you're the exception that proves the rule. Right. That's the, that's the deal. Right. That's all of it. You you can you can you can do it though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, so keep listening. Exactly. You know, keep keep listening. Visit us at you know on our Facebook. Yep. Facebook and page come and to our, come to our website, Mentor for the Modern Musician. You're gonna get to hear a lot more about this in depth. Absolutely. So remember, you got this. We got your back. 